Welcome to the Career Accelerator, the podcast where corporate managers will find tips and tools to deliver results through others. Hello. In today's podcast, I pose the question, how does your organization value profit and people? I'm your host, Coach Percy Cannon. In our last episode, I challenged you to reflect on three instances where you could be potentially weakening your organization's culture. The first one was, do you have a written list of the core values that your organization should follow? The second one was that if you do, are you a role model for these core values? And the third one was that Do you hold your team members accountable to living these core values? I indicated that your organization's culture is built by the way you and the rest of the leaders and employees behave. I emphasized that bad behaviors tend to weigh more, a lot more than the good ones. I encouraged you to do your best to model and reward the good behaviors and have zero tolerance for the bad ones. Switching to today's topic, I want to ask the following question. Does your organization value profit and people? This is one of the several questions raised by Jeffrey Hazlett in his book, The Hero Factor. What I have seen in the last four decades, combining my time inside large corporations with my more recent experiences coaching corporate executives, is that the scale tilts toward profit versus people. Not by much, and not all the time. However, when the financial numbers become difficult to achieve, leaders may feel the pressure to prioritize short-term profit over people. How can you, as a leader, find the right balance? Before answering this question, let me share two extreme sets of situations. First extreme, the organization is all about profit. A salesperson does not meet the revenue targets two quarters in a row, so he or she is out. A plant worker causes the production line to stop, so he or she is reassigned to a more basic task or may be asked to leave. A company is bought by an investment fund, and the number one and only priority of this fund is to increase the famous EBITDA, which is the acronym for Earnings Before Interest taxes, depreciation, and amortization. Is this an exaggeration? Or have you witnessed similar cases? Let's now go to the other extreme. The organization is all about people. A company commits to lifelong job security for its employees. It may only fire people if there is a major ethical or compliance issue. A company focuses mostly on customer satisfaction, and its pricing may not always cover the internal cost structure required for this. 
Is this also an exaggeration? Or have you seen similar instances? I don't think either extreme is the right way to go. I think a balance between profit and people should be the target. Should it be heavier on profit versus people? Or the opposite, more emphasis on the people versus profits? Rather than trying to come up with a magical formula, let me share two personal examples of organizations that have, in my view, achieved a balance between profit and people. The first example comes from my first employer, Procter & Gamble. Throughout the responsibilities I had during my 15 years with P&G, it was crystal clear to me that I needed to deliver both profit and people contributions. It was not one or the other. It was both. And as my responsibilities grew, so did my accountability to produce concrete and ongoing profit and people results. In fact, I remember how, as a general manager, I was held accountable not only for the P&L, my key financial responsibility, but also for, among several people contributions, how many employees who reported to me had progressed to senior roles. Would a similar approach work for you? The second example of achieving a balance of profit and people comes from a coaching program I conducted with a group of executives within a large corporation. For each coachee, I received a set of expectations from their respective managers and HR. These expectations centered around how the coaches could improve their impact on both the business and the teams they led. However, there was one factor that made this process stand out versus other programs I had conducted. It was how engaged and committed the managers and HR were to the success of these coaching programs. Unlike other organizations I had worked with as a coach, the managers and HR in this company proactively teamed up with me by raising the bar on what improvements they expected from the employees and making sure that coaches understood the progress required from them as a result of this program. Summarizing, today I wanted to raise your awareness on how your organization values and balances profit and people. I outlined what the two extremes could look like in an organization, one with a heavy focus on profits and the other centered on people. I also gave you two personal examples of organizations that proactively valued and balanced both profit and people. Are you satisfied with the balance between profit and people that implicitly or explicitly your organization expects from you? 
Is there any room for improvement? Even if you can't change the balance for the whole organization, is there any room for yourself or your team to rebalance between profit and people? Like what you heard today? Please rate, subscribe, or follow this podcast and share it with your coworkers and friends. Open to a free coaching call with me? Click on the link provided in this platform or visit my website at canon.consulting. In our next episode, I will start a series of principles that can help you and your team successfully transition from remote to hybrid or in-person work arrangements. This is Coach Percy Cannon, working to help you make the rest of your life the best of your life. Thank you for listening to The Career Accelerator, the podcast where corporate managers will find tips and tools to deliver results through others. Stay tuned for our next episode.